you're listening to the Optimal Performance Podcast. Welcome back to the Optimal Performance Podcast. Matt here. Uh, Got to go through the Mediterranean diet with you today. The reason for this podcast is we've had a lot of feedback and a lot of attention around the Mediterranean diet. So we're going to take you through the history, the basics of it, how to incorporate it into your daily life and the benefits that you can get from this diet. So where does the Mediterranean diet come from? So the Mediterranean diet, it's commonly known as the best diet. It's voted the best diet in none of all of the researches and surveys that, that are conducted across the, across the world, to be fair. It's based on the eating patterns of the Mediterranean region, obviously. Um, but it shows specific target of the Greece, Italy and Spain regions. Now in the 60s these regions had the lowest rates of chronic diseases. That is one of the reasons why this is one of the most studied and researched diets out today. So where does this diet come from? First originated in Crete in the 1940s, specifically 1948. The Greek government hired the Rockefeller Foundation to conduct the research into how to elongate the lifespan in Greece. So their idea was is this company would come in, conduct research and advise how to increase longevity within the regions. What they actually found was that the Cretan diet was by far superior to that of the US. US. They was not expecting this. Um, the whole idea was it to try and increase longevity, whereas actually the US actually benefited more from this than the Cretans did. Now, as a basis, the diet back then was just mainly created from wild greens, fruit, herbs, beans, olive oil, and some meats and fish. Now, in the 50s and 60s, multiple studies were conducted and showed that the increased fat from these from the olive oil in particular um, contributed massively towards a higher life expectancy and reduced cardi- uh, cardiovascular diseases. In the early 90s, Harvard and the World Health Organization began to publish this diet for future reference in Western societies and the US. In early 2000s, it became the recommended diet throughout doctors in the US. So on the background of this diet, the research has been going on since the late 40s. That's why it's the most researched diet today. So what are the basics of the Mediterranean diet? It's a mainly plant source diet, but does include some meats and fishes, but just not every day. Olive oil is the main fat intake in place of the likes of butters and other alternatives like margarine and stuff like that. Almost every meal has olive oil either cooked in it or drizzled on top. This diet includes a daily intake of yogurts and cheeses. So mainly you'll be looking into your Greek yogurts with which is naturally low fat. Fish and poultry can be consumed up to two times a week, maybe three, uh, depending on portion sizes. Fish more so, more so leaning towards the fish. About four eggs a week, 
and that's not a lot of eggs it's possibly a reduction in eggs for most people uh, daily fruits fruits pretty much with every meal red meat once a week maybe twice if you reduce it to a a side dish size wine is fine with meals but limited to one glass of wine a day obviously that doesn't mean that you have to have one glass of wine a day that just means that you can have one glass of wine a day with this in mind the mediterranean diet operates on a slightly higher fat intake than most diets that you've probably seen in the past that's not to say that that's a bad thing that's actually a good thing that's the reason for the increased lifespan and reduction in risk of um, cardiovascular diseases so moving into the daily and weekly intakes of foods drinks and what to avoid on this diet so the main thing is olive oil so the olive oil should be your main fat source within your diet this should replace butters lards margarines any of the plant-based alternatives if you don't replace them and you just add the olive oil you will not get the benefits this needs to be a replacement of those things that's not to say that you can't have any butters or anything like that it's just that olive oil should replace butter as your main ingredient for cooking and and drizzling and stuff like that so like sauces should be olive oil based veg should be in every meal it should be the main thing in most meals um, Only the only occasions are when you have your one or two meat and fish dishes per week fruit should be with every meal either in the meal or after the meal as a dessert dairy can be two to three times a day red meats once a week poultry and fish between two and three times a week together that's not two or three chicken dishes and two or three salmon dishes that's two or three of either your grains and bread so fresh bread can be consumed daily uh, up to three slices of fresh bread and um, that's not to say the massive loaves just cook a massive loaf and then that's it but it, it should be fresh bread so going to the bakery at your local supermarkets or going to your local bakery down the shops that's where you should be getting your bread from Grains should be limited a little bit, but not too much. A couple of times a week. Pasta should be a couple of times a week maximum. Your fruit and nuts. So your little mixtures, your mel melodies of fruit and nuts. That should be like pretty much every day, if not maybe three times a week. So bean intake. So all your different types of beans can be up to three times per week. Moving on to your drinks. Mainly water. Water intake is a massive one on the mediterranean diet there should be very little soft drinks so like your your fizzy drinks and your flavored drinks flavorings in your drink should be coming from your water and then fruits added to those or vegetables added to those cucumbers stuff like that wine with meals only so one glass of wine a night maximum if you want that in the daytime that's fine but it all depends on your lifestyle but it's only one glass of wine it's not a bottle and it certainly doesn't mean that you can save those glasses of wine throughout the week and then team them into two bottles of wine of a weekend herbal teas herbal teas are okay that's not to say that you should be having milk with those 
um, these are just herbal teas so if you haven't black tea it should be just black tea nothing else in it uh, peppermint teas green teas um, all the different types and they're fine as long as you're not putting anything in there that isn't brewed coffee intake should be one to two a day um, obviously people in offices people in on shift work and stuff like that may consume quite a bit more than that um, it shouldn't you shouldn't be drinking more than two cups of coffee on this diet to reach the health benefits that it comes with things to avoid on this diet is veg and seed oils so all the healthy options basically compared to olive oil that the clever marketing teams are pushing you towards with canola oil and rapeseed oil all these different types and all these different avenues to go down um, makes it really confusing for people the Mediterranean diet is based around olive oil with the obviously abundance of olive in the region all these low fat healthy options which they are labeled as as low fat takes away the benefits from the high fat of olive oil the studies show that it's the high fat intake from the olive oil which contributes towards these health benefits so reducing that with canola oil or rapeseed oil and other oils out there basically takes away those health benefits that you should be getting from the mediterranean diet highly processed foods obviously we all know that we shouldn't really be eating highly processed foods but we all do because they're readily available and let's be honest they taste nice um there's nothing nothing better than something that's naughty for you but in a health standpoint and a diet standpoint then they're not really going to be feeding into the longevity of of life as i mentioned before soft drinks so your likes of fizzy drinks like cola fanta stuff like that they should be they shouldn't be drunk they should be occasions not to say that you can't have one but it shouldn't be part of your daily routine and your daily diet flavored yogurts now i know we said that yogurts are a part of this this diet but flavored yogurts are not um they have a lot of additives in them they have a lot of stuff that they shouldn't have in them for health benefits and health reasons so sticking to the plain greek yogurt or or the skier icelandic yogurt is a similar one you can you can add things to that but it should all be fresh produce so you can add honey to them you can add fruits to them you don't need to be buying the flavored ones generally the the unflavored ones are a lot cheaper as well and then finally the ready-made dressings so what people tend to do when they go towards salads and veg based meals is they, they tend to dress these with red like ready-made store-bought dressings and sauces these are these are not designed with health in mind these are designed to tickle your taste buds you only need to have olive oil as a dressing there's no need to be using these store-bought dressings if you want a little bit more then make it out of olive oil so find the recipe online or something like that and and design your own so a few little tips to help ease your way into this diet by reducing your red meat slowly down to two portions per week but making those portion sizes smaller as side plates maybe 
and then once you get used to that then you can incorporate it once a week into a meal as spoken about before olive oil should replace other fats like butters um once opened it should be consumed within three to six months depending on the environment so that means that is it in sunlight um what bottle is it in is it in a clear glass bottle is it in a plastic bottle or is it in an opaque glass bottle which is the the preferred um bottle to be put in because it does react to sunlight also once opened it reacts to oxygen that's why it only lasts for three to six months so a little tip for olive oil is buy it in small bottles which are which are in glass bottles not plastic also extra virgin olive oil is okay to fry with there's been a lot of controversy on this lately um a lot of cooking programs and that's saying that you shouldn't be cooking with this you shouldn't you should be cooking with canola oil or rapeseed oil or something like that which is has a higher smoke point extra virgin olive oil has a smoke point of 410 degrees fahrenheit which is 210 degrees centigrade you you very rarely will supersede that in a conventional kitchen therefore like you are fine to fry with it and cook with it normal you don't have to have an array of oils to cook your meals the mediterranean way is to use extra virgin olive oil for everything from frying bacon all the way down to dressing a salad at the end of the preparation also if you are frying with olive oil do not reuse it a lot of places reuse their their oils after frying olive oil is not the type of oil that you should be doing that with once you have cooked with it you have cooked a lot of the nutrients out of it so it will not it will not give you the same health benefits once you recook that again another tip is to keep to simple recipes simple recipes will help you with a diet always when you're changing your eating plans and your eating styles a lot of people go to the internet and go and have a look for these extravagant meals that you can prepare these very flamboyant dishes a lot of cooking programs on the tv they only ever show flamboyant and very tasty meals that's not to say that you can't have a quick and simple meal that's tasty and nutritious there's lots out there and if you are struggling to consume the fish intake then canned fish is okay that's a little tip that people don't really realize when they're doing diets it's perfectly fine on the mediterranean diet so what are the benefits of a mediterranean diet so just going to touch on the claim benefits that have been come to light with the research that involved now this research is over 60 years worth and some of the research and almost facts now um have been proven over those many years so the reduced risk of heart disease and cardiovascular disease um is in near enough every study of the mediterranean diet studies that goes alongside with increased longevity of the population which is proven in the in the lifespan of the regions all the regions with mediterranean diets and similar diets have a very high longevity score and a very low mortality score the studies suggest that it protects from developing type 2 diabetes alongside the reduced risk of cancers now the cancers that they say mainly are reduced by this diet is colon cancer breast cancer and prostate cancer 
Now this is down to the rich vitamin C, vitamin E, omega-3 antioxidants and much, much more. The high fats, the high omegas from your olive oil play a massive part in this. The diet itself promotes weight loss. Now, that's not to say that this is a weight loss program. This is a life diet. It's a diet to live a healthy and long life. The reason why it will promote weight loss is because it takes you away from the processed foods. It takes you away from the really harmful foods to your body and puts you back to a more natural style of eating in the locally fresh produced foods. This can increase your mood as well as in like depressions and stuff like that. It can help massively just because of the reduced oxidative stress in the body from your foods. And this is shown by the high anti-inflammatory foods that you will consume on the Mediterranean diet. You'll have an increased protection from Alzheimer's and dementias um, and other neurological diseases. That's not to say that it will reverse any of these. It's to say that you will have a better chance of not developing these diseases. The studies show that the decline, the cognitive decline is reduced when you are operating on a Mediterranean diet. And just to finish off on the benefits of this diet, a couple of statistic numbers. So 9% reduction in mortality and cardiovascular diseases, <clears throat> 6% reduction of cancers, and a 13% reduction of neurological diseases like Alzheimer's and Parkinson's disease. These are massive touching points. These are things that people are afraid of when they're getting older of Alzheimer's and dementias. And people don't know how to how to stop that happening or how to give their body the best chance of not developing these diseases. All the research points towards the Mediterranean diet being the diet for that and the diet that will help with that. So all in all, a Mediterranean diet has huge benefits to your life expectancy and longevity. Now there are similar diets out there that operate under the same premise, um, two of them being the Nordic diet and the Okinawa diet, which is the Japanese style. The Nordic diet has a massive emphasis on locally sourced foods. The idea behind this is a eco-friendly diet. Now the only downfall really I see from the Nordic diet is the replacement from olive oil to canola oil because of the natural rapeseed production in the Nordic regions. Canola oil does not have the health benefits that olive oil has. And in the Mediterranean diet, canola oil is, is basically told to avoid. One of the positives from a Nordic diet is the more soluble fiber from oats, rice, and barleys, <coughs> which help with lowering cholesterol harmful cholesterol levels. Now the Okinawa diet is uh, very similar to the Mediterranean diet but it's more emphasis on the vegetables for the protein source not going towards fish and poultry. Um, very very small amount for small amounts of fish and pork probably one portion per week if that. So the emphasis is on vegetable proteins. There's a low intake of refined grains so that's your white breads, your white rice, your pastas, more about potatoes, um, squash, and lentils, things of those natures, which has its health benefits. Um, the only issue with these two diets really is that the research is not as extensive as the Mediterranean diet. 
to be honest, there's no diet out there that has more research than the Mediterranean diet. And the reason for that is because those regions have massively higher life expectancies and chronic disease rates are much, much lower. Now, both of these alternatives, the Nordic and the Okinawa diet, are hugely emphasis on locally sourced foods. Now, to operate those diets in the UK proves a big change to the diets. These are not now locally sourced foods. This is now not a eco-friendly diet for the UK to consume. So if you are looking at it as in a economical point of view, yes, the Nordics eating a Nordic diet is a eco-friendly low a local produce diet with them being locally sourced i feel like this is what limits the nordic diet massively when it replaces the olive oil with the canola oil olive oil is known in the research as one of the main factors for reducing mortality and increasing life expectancy so how do we incorporate a mediterranean diet into our lifestyles now, Mediterranean diet is just a framework of a diet. It's not a Bible. It's not something that you need to follow. Each person's requirements are different, whether it be losing weight, gaining muscle, uh, conditioning, or actually performing and increasing performance. All of these can be ticked off with this Mediterranean diet. It just needs to be adapted to each person. So that'll be everything from your lifestyle your weight, your height, your gender, and also what you want to get out of this. So if you want to lose scale weight, that's possible. If you want to increase scale weight, that's also possible. It all it just all depends on how you interpret and how you adapt this diet to suit. So the word diet is mis- misinterpreted daily. A diet is commonly known as something to lose weight. So you are now going to restrict yourself from certain foods and drinks to lose weight. A diet is not that and it should not be labelled as that. A diet is just your eating patterns. So a Mediterranean diet is just a pattern that you follow for for your life expectancy, for your longevity, for your health benefits. Now, if you want to lose weight, you adapt that diet to suit so you adapt your intake, you, you change some subtle things around it. If you want to gain weight, you'll increase your calorie intake and you'll you'll maybe change how, many, how much protein you have, how much carbs you have, how much fat you have, depending on what your goal is. So with that in mind, um, Optimal Performance offer personalised nutrition plans. Now these plans, which I'll, which I'll be popping up on the screen shortly, are designed for each person um, it's not a generic plan it's not a meal plan now a meal plan is completely different this is a plan of a framework so you need to operate around this framework and develop your meals yourself through them now don't get me wrong we do offer suggestions of meals and stuff like that periodically in the forums and the and the group websites but this plan is mainly a guidance so here we have a diet plan that we have put together for you today uh, using me as a example as you can see um it's got age sex height weight 
activity levels, Mediterranean diet, uh, preferred eating style, and then losing weight and a set goal. So we see that there's portion sizes help to monitor those rather than having to stick to um, scale weights. It makes it a lot easier when you're preparing meals. And then also when you're plating up meals, it's a lot easier to judge um, when you're plating up. Also gives tips on how to meet your targets. Gives you a tracking sheet to tick off as you go go through the day. Um, and then also because it's a Mediterranean diet, it gives you guidance on what you should be eating more of, eating less of, and eating a moderate amount of. And when you're having your vegetables, you need to have an array of colours. So this is this is what we mean by eat the rainbow. You need to have a different different array of colours within your diet. So not just all greens, not just all purples, reds, oranges or whites. You need to have a mixture of it all. Then finally on the end of it, it provides you with options with common questions on how to progress from a plateau. Finally for me, I, I would recommend this diet to pretty much anybody. The benefits from it are massive and it's not very restrictive. You get to eat a lot of the things that you like and half of the time when you go to these diets, especially the Mediterranean diets, you'll probably find that you're eating a lot more tasty food and a lot less bad food. Um, energy levels will probably surge after a while. Um, feel good factor, your mood obviously increases with the benefits we spoke about earlier and also your... Um, Longevity will obviously increase with this diet. The research is massive into it. It's hugely research based and there's no other diet on the market at the minute that compares to the benefits that you can get from the Mediterranean diet. And the best thing about it is we can alter this for whatever your goal is. If your goal is to gain weight, then you can gain weight on this diet. It's not a diet for losing weight only. It's an all-rounder. So I hope you've enjoyed this podcast and I hope you've learned a little bit about the Mediterranean diet. Thanks for watching and I'll see you again soon.